Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best Value Registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. And true growth happens not when we take information in. It happens when we apply it. That's when it happens. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. I hope today is finding you well and ready to do some learning because that's what we're going to talk about today. I've got my hubby with me. Hey, y'all. And we are going to talk about personal growth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get this question quite often as to why... Mark and Jill 2.0 exists. What made the difference? What makes the difference in people being able to get over something really hard? Um, what makes the difference in us thriving yeah. rather than just surviving? Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time we answer that, whether we're an- whether we're talking to a person that's married and they're looking at it in the context of marriage or a person that's single and they're looking at it in the context of their hard journeys in life the answer for us is is so often it comes down to personal growth right and that personal growth is been a powerful decision that each one of us have made Mm -hmm. uh, to better ourselves and to be more uh to show up a better person in our relationship right Right. And so I think that, you know, having a growth mindset is so very important. And I think that we have to start with the basic concept that, you know, I think that we have this concept that we learn up until the age of 18, maybe through the age of 24 or 26 depending on how much schooling we do. So we think about learning in a schooling environment. Right. It's almost like we limit it to that. Yes. Yep. And we really need to think about learning differently because most of us aren't in a school environment anymore. No, we're in a life environment. We are. And life is school. Yes. (laughs) It's a form of school. Yes. And so we've really got to have an understanding of the 
the fact that we never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a lifelong journey, and it's really learning is required to navigate life and be successful. Yeah, and that's the and be successful part is, right. is really key. Mm-hmm. And so we also have to come to an understanding and be willing to accept the reality that we may get to, you know, age 25, age 45, age 65, Mm -hmm. and still have skills that we don't necessarily um, have a strength in. Right. There are still some skills to develop. Right. And we're seeing that in couples that we're coaching that are 60, 70 years old, Mm -hmm. and they're saying, hey, we want to live out the rest of our years differently and it requires a retraining or a relearning or a learning of new information a new way mm-hmm. right and so i think that you know when we look at um you know we refer to ourselves as mark and jill 2.0 if you've if this if this is the first episode you've ever listened to um you probably need to uh, head over to our uh, website and uh, there's a a place that it's in one of the drop downs and I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's our story. We'll put a link to it in the show Mm -hmm. notes Um, and you can read our story. um, But bottom line, 12 years ago, our marriage exploded Yeah, and um, we were a mess and uh, we were uh, separated for Mm -hmm. a time and and then god did some work on us both individually correct and that individual growth has and then couple growth mm-hmm. that we experience as well has created what we call mark and jill 2.0 right and then we help other people find their 2.0 experience we do but Mark and Jill 2.0 would not have existed without Mark 2.0 and Jill 2.0. Right. That really happened first mm-hmm. before Mark and Jill 2.0 became a thing. And that was because we both, now not at the same time. No. We were kind of, uh, you're working on you at a time where I'm maybe not working on me and then I'm working on me and uh, you're working on you. And then sometimes we were working on ourselves at the same pace, but it was just, it was a constant state of flux. Mm-hmm. Right. But we had to, I think the key was we had to say, gosh, um, I'm not very good at this, whatever this is. Right. And, and this was different for you and I. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, that really speaks to the God tool of humility. We talk in our No More Perfect Marriages book about the God tool of humility. And the God tool of humility says, hey, I'm I'm hum- humble. I make mistakes. Um, I struggle. Mm-hmm. And so when we have that a humble heart that says i need to grow i have some areas that i need to take a look at 
that's when personal growth right really begins to happen mm-hmm. and so you know we were when we were talking about this episode and we were processing one of the things that we came up with there's I mean, there's lots of different areas of personal growth, but three that we feel like are really, really important. Mm-hmm. And so we want to kind of dive into those and talk about our experiences. And um, the the first one would be spiritual growth mm-hmm. and that there's always something that we can be learning in our spiritual journey and that ultimately our really the call of someone who follows Jesus, the someone of someone who says, Hey, Jesus is the leader of my life is that we're becoming more like Jesus every day. Mm-hmm. And if we're becoming more like Jesus every day, we, we don't become like people we don't hang with. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to be like Jesus, but I don't connect with him or spend time or get yeah. to know him. Or, you know, a lot of times we'll even have people that will say, but church isn't important. And, you know, I I mean, I feel God, but they're not in God's word. Mm-hmm. And so part of spiritual growth is getting in God's word, like it's yeah. learning to read it on a regular basis, finding a version of the Bible that speaks to you. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many out there. Right. Um Finding a devotional using the Uversion app and finding a devotional that kind of keeps you reading and keeps you learning. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, a reading plan. Most Bibles have r- different reading plans in them. Yeah. Bible in two years, Bible in one year. Maybe you just focus on a book of the Bible for a mm-hmm. while. I, I know for me, I really like the New Living Translation. I like... Uh, the simplicity of it. And sometimes I actually read uh, an easy version translation. It's in the Bible app, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I it's do. It's literally called the easy, easy version. version. Yeah. Like people don't, it's my pic- not well known, yeah. but yeah. My picture's next to it. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but then sometimes I'll read King James or ESV. I do also have an app on my phone where I do word studies and I really like that. And a lot of times if I'm not sure of what a text is really meaning, I'll dig around in multiple versions, reading, reading it from different uh, perspectives and then also study words because that's important. And all the versions can be confusing. Mm-hmm, they can but, be. But I think that's part of the personal journey of faith is finding what works for you and uh, really digging in and and pursuing that relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is the app that you have on your phone a free app? Uh, No, it is not. It costs, there are free apps. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it costs like $3.99. Oh, um, so it wasn't very expensive at all. Yeah, it was eSword. eSword. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I've used other apps in the past, and this one is just the simplest, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I think makes sense to mm-hmm. me, to me. Yeah, but 
Yeah. It's funny. When I was pastoring, I had shelves of books to do word studies. I think some of those are still in our basement, honey. I don't know if they are. <laughs> I think we've gotten rid of most of them. Isn't that sad? We've passed those on to uh, actually uh, to uh, prisons. Yeah, we did get it. We did. Um, there's a ministry here in town that you can do. Uh, you can donate your books to, right? And then they send them to prisoners. Yeah, and that um, we did send a right. lot of them there. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So studying the original language and the words—that's uh, exciting to you. That is not exciting to me. <laughs> so let me just like you know, for somebody who's like feeling like they're a little overwhelmed with how deep you're going there, Mark. Yeah. Um, that's not exciting to me, but I do, I do love reading. Uh, I oftentimes I'll read something and then I'll look at it in another version, like, mm -hmm. because sometimes there's just a way they phrase it that's like, ooh, that really touches my heart. Right. And so, um, I love, there's a newer uh, version out called the Passion version. I mm -hmm. love that. Um, not all the books of the Bible are available in it yet, but I do enjoy that. And, um, I love any type of a study Bible. Yeah. Yes, you do. And it's funny. I don't particularly like study Bibles. <laughs> I love study Bibles. Yeah. It's like I've got this little teacher that like yeah. gives me a little bit of insight into um what something means or the context or yeah. the culture or something like that. Right. So sometimes I'll take a look at the study Bibles, but uh Many times I won't. But let's talk for a moment about reading God's word and the difference in just reading God's word and having a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. Because I think that that's what's really key to this. We need to read God's word for us. Mm -hmm. Like for the leadership of our life. Right. What do you have for me today, Lord? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to dig out of the scripture right what do you want me to understand mm -hmm. how does this story impact my life like right now i'm reading small portions of genesis uh and then praying about that and sometimes at first it's like well how does this impact me but what's true to the Lord is in fact he tells us in the New Testament that the Holy Spirit is our uh our tutor, our mm -hmm. our teacher. So uh Holy Spirit, what how does this impact me? And it's always interesting what comes to mind. What do you want me to learn from right, this? Right. What do you want me to understand? Yeah. Like I've heard I can, you know, it's a story I sometimes share when I speak that uh, I remember one day when I was reading um, in the book of Matthew, and um, it was, I think it's Matthew 7, um, but it was a scripture about why do you um, try to remove the speck out of your brother's eye when there's a plank in your own eye? Yeah. You hypocrite. First, remove the plank that's in your own eye. And then you will be able to see clearly enough to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And mm. that day, as I read that, I was really convicted 
And I swear that the Lord came down and changed the words on my page uh, of my Bible to say, why do you try to remove the speck out of your husband's eye when there's a plank in your own eye? Right. You hypocrite. I love the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) First, remove the plank out of your own eye, and then you can remove or help your your husband removed the speck out of his eye. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing that, but that's, and there is no version of the Bible that says, no, there's not, but I swear that day it did. Yeah. That's how the Holy spirit tutored me. Right. The Holy spirit spoke to me. And quite frankly, he took the plank that was in my eye and hit me over the head with it because (laughs) I deserved it. He does that to all of us. I think if we can read it with the purpose of Mm -hmm. it being, about our heart yeah um and so that's that's really what spiritual growth is about Mm -hmm. is that we are applying god's word to us and letting it lead and guide us yes all right so another area that we have gotten intentional about in personal growth is emotional growth Right. For you and I. Yes. And both of us had to approach that differently. Completely different. Just like we approach God's word differently. Yes. But the places that we needed growth were very different. Right. I needed emotional growth in um in determining that uh what my emotions were. Because I was an avoider, mm-hmm. and so I would avoid emotions, and I would avoid emotional connection. And uh, we learned about that as we were healing, and we first learned about it when we read the the book How We Love by Mylon mm-hmm. K. Yerkovich, which we have a previous episode um, with them that's excellent. We'll put a link to that in the show notes that helps you to understand that. But bottom line, I... I needed to learn how to access my Mm -hmm. emotions. Right. I needed to learn how to um, know what I was feeling and not push it down or disregard it. Mm -hmm. And therefore be sensitive to what others were feeling. Yeah. Too. It made me by, by becoming, by pursuing emotional growth. And personal growth in the area of emotional intelligence, what it did is it helped me to actually become more compassionate to myself as Mm -hmm. well as to uh, those that I love. Yeah. But in the same way, well, we like to say... I was emotionally constipated and you had emotional diarrhea. (laughs) And it was everywhere. It was like uh, when our our kids were babies and they blew out a diaper. Because you would, your emotions were leading you. Yeah. They were, uh, it was just so messy for me. And uh, my emotions were leading me. And I did, I totally did not know how to lead them or what to do with them. Right. And so when the the tsunami would hit me, I just would pour out this emotion all over everybody. And so one of the greatest gifts 
of growth that I went through was learning to manage my emotions, learning not to squash them or hide them, but to uh, stop them from leading me, that they, those emotions were like uh, warning signs on your dashboard that says, hey, you're about out of fuel or your tire's low. But uh, they're warning signs on the dashboard, but they're not your GPS. No. And so, but they were your GPS when you, they were my everything. Yeah. Before you got serious about the personal growth. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, I I was just, I was shut down emotionally. Mm -hmm. So therefore we were having trouble connecting. Right. Because I would shut down uh, and then my shutdown would make you get big. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you're entirely too emotional. Mm -hmm. And you just need to grow up. Mm -hmm. And we had what um, Mylon and Kay uh, Yurkovich talk about in their How We Love book. We had our core pattern going on, which was a predictable pattern of someone who is emotionally shut down and someone who is emotionally um, overreactive. Right, right. And I think that all that... Uh, shut down and a reaction caused us to accuse and to assign meaning of one another. Mm-hmm. And we learned how to stop condemning each other's hearts yeah, and start trusting each other and start cooperating with each other, uh, really because of emotions. As we got emotionally healthy, it really impacted every area of our life. Mm-hmm. Right. And that took another God tool that we talk about in No More Perfect Marriages, and that was the God tool of courage. Like it took me courage mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. to access my emotions, to talk about them. I still have to work hard at it, mm-hmm. but it's way easier than it was 12 years ago. Right. But I still have to work hard at kind of going, what am, What is going on inside of me? Yeah. And I'll even go through a exercise um, nearly every day where I'll, it's just a personal exercise where I'll say to myself, uh, uh, Jill, what's your emotional temperature right now? Yeah. And then that way I'm like, what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Because it's just a way, it's another part of my personal growth is for me to pay attention to what I'm feeling mm-hmm. each and every day. Yeah. Because I don't, I tend to just buck up, push through, and then not yeah. pay attention to it. I I like that you said that about uh, you're still working on it. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I'm still working on myself as well and there are times where i'm emotionally feeling like i want to raise up or all this emotion is raising up inside of me Mm -hmm. and i have to literally stop it uh almost like uh you would tell a dog to sit and i have to say (laughs) to my emotions sit (laughs) let's think through this what is this and then make decisions from there. So I'm leading it rather than allowing myself to become ignited. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
So your, you know, I think Lisa Turker says in one of her books um, that our emotions are designed to be indicators, but not dictators. Right. So one of the things that we talk with people about in our coaching or in our intensives is that when our emotions raise up, oftentimes Mm -hmm. what we think is that that means I need to take care of something with another person. Right. Like I need it's and but it's really an indicator light that something's going on inside of me. Mm -hmm. And what we have found is you need to take that to Jesus. Right. Don't you even begin to deal with another person Mm -hmm. till you take it to Jesus. Right. So don't talk to your child till you talk to Jesus, especially when you're angry with them. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to your spouse. Until you talk to Jesus mm-hmm. when emotion is raising up in you. Right. So the first thing we need to do is that indicator light is on and it's saying, hey, something's raising up. Let's take this. And it's a reminder. I need to take that to the Lord. Right. I need to talk to him about it. I need to sort through it with him. I need to lay at his feet. And then he'll tell me if I need mm-hmm. to actually go and talk to the other person right or not. yeah sometimes you you will talk sometimes no correct like it's been taken care of it's been taken care of because the issue was more in my heart yeah than it was between the two of us or maybe i saw some by slowing down my response i saw some context that i needed mm-hmm. i was reminded of you know maybe the context of the other person's life hey they've been under a lot of stress this is a one-off uh, they're not characterized by this. I just need to give some grace and move on. And then I right. don't even need to have a conversation. So that is all a part of emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. And I would venture to say, if there's any place that most of us have a growth opportunity, it would be in handling our emotions. Oh, for sure. Because I would say that that's probably been the biggest journey for us. And it really is often the biggest journey for those that we work with as Mm -hmm. well. And most people don't realize that. Right. You don't understand it. Yeah. But the truth is, you know, we can be 55 years old or 65 years old or however old we are, 25 years old, but we can still handle conflict like we're 12 yeah for and sure that's when or we can still handle offense mm-hmm. like we're eight yes and so that's the places that god wants us to grow up and that's where personal growth is so very important mm-hmm. and if we're talking about a marriage situation and you even if only one person personally grows right it changes the dynamics that play out in the in the marriage. Right. And it's interesting how often we can spend time waiting for that other person. Like uh, when there was trouble in our relationship. Yeah. When's Jill going to change? When's Jill going to change? She needs to change. Uh, and, and the whole time it was like you weren't looking at how do I need to change? Right. Well, and I really believed before our crisis that 
we, we had to change together or mm-hmm. we had to be working on it together. And what we've learned is no. Personal growth is so important and it is not dependent on anyone else. No. And so even in growing ourselves emotionally, we were on different planes, different uh, patterns of growing, but we impacted our marriage because we were committed to growth. When we finally were committed to growth. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like when we made right. the U turn. And, but the interesting thing was in our journey is, and this is also a place, um, you know, we shared just a little of our story if you're new here, but Mark had an affair. And so it was a um, dark season. Yeah. He's still pursuing the other relationship. We're separated. And God is tapping me on the shoulder for personal growth. Yeah. And is that what you wanted to do, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I really wanted to point the finger at you. <laughs> right. And so, and it becomes easy, especially when the other person is acting out. Mm-hmm. It becomes super easy. Right. But, you know, we created an entire course that we offer online called The Weight Is Not Wasted. And, you know, we designed it in mind with people that for people that were uh, waiting for their spouse to re-engage and in their in their relationship or longing for their spouse to re-engage, whether they're separated or they're living in the same house and they're just disengaged. And we created it with that audience in mind. But it's right. so interesting that. As we created it, you and I both said, and then even uh, the gal that we work with, Monica, uh, she helps us with our course development and things like that. And she, all of us were like, every person in the whole wide world needs to take this course. I know. (laughs) Because it's... Because it's a personal development course. It is. And the whole idea of it and what we say on the, the, uh, you know, the description is... (laughs) you know, that you take the, um, I think the words we actually use is, you know, this is a crappy season in your life, but let's use that crap as fertilizer for growth. Right. Right. But honestly, we all need it. Well, and we all, we all go through hard and we all go through seasons where we've got to grow. The answer isn't that the other person is the problem. It's like the hardship is revealing what needs to happen inside of us. And if we would grab hold of that and say, okay, what is needing to grow in me? We could navigate those hardships. Yes. And you know what that makes me think of is it makes me think of the old worship song, Refiner's Fire. Mm -hmm. And it kind of talks about that gold and silver are heated so that the impurities raise to the top mm-hmm. and then those impurities can be skimmed off. Right. Well, it's the same thing. Right. When life gets hard. Our impurities are raised to the top. Yes. But oftentimes we're so busy looking at the other person or the person who's made it hard mm-hmm. from our perspective. Right. That we're missing how God wants to grow us, which yeah. kind of goes back to spiritual growth of let's make sure we're reading God's word as it applies to us. Mm-hmm. What do you want to me to address in my life? Yeah. 
And so that, I mean, they all this growth works together. No kidding. So we've got spiritual growth, we've got emotional growth. And then the last thing that you and I really, we see, we saw big changes for us, as well as uh, for those that we work with is skill growth. Mm-hmm. And we learned that we were very unskilled yes. <laughs> relationally. Yes, we were unskilled in communication. Yeah. We were unskilled in conflict resolution. We were unskilled in listening. Yes. We had defensiveness down. Yes. <laughs> that's we not. Were, we were very skilled at defensiveness. Yeah. And that's not a good skill to have. Uh, beating the tar out of each other with our words is not an effective way to grow a marriage <laughs> or to grow anything. So we were skilled in in the wrong thing. We were, and and yeah. that's because you know we talk about that the up to this point, you you do often we all have relational ruts. We have ruts, mm-hmm. and these are places where our habits are deep, right? And that is a part of personal growth is making an intentional effort to begin to change those habits mm-hmm. because oftentimes it's just knee jerk right like you and i uh defensiveness was just knee jerk right if i said something to you then you just defended and or you argued or if you said something to me i would do the same and so it it took some real intentionality to learn some different skills mm-hmm. like one of the things that we teach is reflective listening and so one of the ways we've dialed down defensiveness in our marriage is like one person will say something and the other person wants to raise up but instead they'll go okay so what i hear you saying is and then they'll repeat mm-hmm. back yeah and then is there more about that mm-hmm. and right there that's a skill and it's a choice and it's a slowing down and it's saying, no, I don't want to do the old way. Yeah. I'm I'm going to break this cycle in my life. Yeah. Re- and then we go back to regardless of whether my spouse does or not, mm-hmm. I'm going to. Right. Because I need to. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's really, I think that's the thing that holds people back is they're like, well, he's not changing or she's not changing or, um, or it's just too hard. Yeah. It is hard. It is hard. That was, that was my, uh, that was my, my phrase. This is too hard. Where's the easy button? Or it should be easier. Yeah. Yeah. It ought to be easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so growing skills, uh, you mentioned quite a few, but we also grew in empathy and validation. Yes. To And what empathy and validation do is they let our spouse or whoever we're talking to know that they've been hurt. Our mm-hmm. kids. Our grandkids. I remember one guy, a couple we were coaching, uh, they were here for an intensive and he wasn't convinced. Yeah. And so we were training them in validation and empathy. And his daughter called and he, in his mind, he's like, I'm going to see if this really works. And so he started validating his daughter. Who, she was very upset about something. She was very upset mm-hmm. and she was kind of in control of the other five or six or mm-hmm. 10 kids they had. I don't remember. But uh, she started crying. 
And at first he was wanting to say, why the heck are you crying? And then he just kept at it and he realized, oh my gosh, I am reaching into her heart. Yep. And his daughter said, you have never talked to me like this before. And he began weeping himself and the whole weekend changed because the Lord showed up and showed him the truth about this new skill. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, I mean, we, we, in order to learn new skills first, we have to be in a place to practice them. Like yes. we have to be in a place to learn them. That's why continuing education is so important. It's, mm -hmm. it's why going to, um, you know, maybe taking an online course, going to a marriage conference, going to church on Sunday morning. Honestly, sometimes we're even we're learning skills there. Mm -hmm. um, counseling. We learn yeah. skills in counseling, coaching, the coaching yeah. that you and I do. We're always teaching skills. Mm -hmm. And so we need to put ourselves in a place where we can learn those skills. Yes. Um, but then we have to practice them. Yes. And just having the knowledge or yes, uh, saying that we've heard about that doesn't make us proficient in the skill. Yes, because one of the things we say is information plus application equals transformation. Right. A lot of people have information. Yes. They are forgetting the need to be intentional about the application. Yes. And true growth happens not when we take information in it happens when we apply it mm -hmm. that's when it happens yes yeah. Yeah. so very important so we need personal growth is an important part of our journey um it's it's an important i mean really it's we're to become more like jesus every day that's personal growth yes but um, it's, it is an important part of living a thriving life, having um, successful relationships. Mm -hmm. um, we need to grow spiritually. We need to grow emotionally. We need to grow in our skills. Mm -hmm. And if you need help doing that, we love meeting with individuals. We love meeting with couples. We love uh, doing our marriage 2.0 intensives. Um, we thoroughly thoroughly enjoy that mm -hmm. and um and so if you're ready to to make some moves and you feel like you need a little bit of help uh, you need a cheerleader you need someone to teach you those skills mm -hmm. um then please uh check out all that we offer uh, over at markandjill.org mm. but more than anything be about the personal growth that is going to um, make all the difference in the world in your own sense of contentment, your own sense of a direction in your life and um, becoming more like Jesus every day. Yeah. You want to close in prayer? I will. Father, uh, thank you so much for growth. Uh, that is a gift that you've given us. And Father, I pray for every listener that our flesh raises up when uh, something is required of, of us that we don't want to do or we don't understand. And so I pray that you would keep the flesh down and that your spirit would, uh, would permeate and lead 
abundantly. Mm-hmm. And Lord, that you would provide the path of wisdom and we would follow, that you would provide the light to that path and that we would seek. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free ebooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.